This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. to the Habitat Podcast, the podcast for wildlife habitat management, hunting strategy, and land stewardship. And now, your host, Jared Van Hees. Welcome to the Habitat Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Van Hees. We are here to become better habitat managers. Guys, episode 250, we are at Deer Camp in northern Michigan. We just recorded this episode today in between hunts giving it to you guys live and happening in northern michigan at deer camp so so i say everybody thanks for listening good luck out there be safe be careful and shoot straight guys we talk about let's see here the weather we talk about our hunt so far we got deer hanging on the pole we talk about those stories we talk about a run-in with a very impolite uh landowner we talk about um a crazy guy we met at the bar we talk about all kinds of stuff guys this is perfect deer camp subject matter and we are happy to bring it to you here today mid-november um thanks so much for listening we're gonna keep this short and sweet because i need to get back out in the woods it is uh 245 and i have deer to kill uh the logging operation is going great up here on the northern 70 and we'll update you on that here very soon i'd like to thank downburst cedars i'd like to thank morris nursery packer max cult of packers united country midwest lifestyle properties exodus outdoor gear tagged out seed products and vitalize seed company again guys thanks very much enjoy your firearm season the season is not over yet just because the guns are out doesn't mean the hunting's done so if you got the habitat you'll have a spot to hunt good luck and we'll talk to you guys again soon thanks again for listening to the habitat podcast have you guys used a packer max cult packer yet i know that being the first partner of the habitat podcast i've been using one for over five years now guys cult packing is one of the highest um rated and highly overlooked 
part of your food plot system. It helps maintain soil moisture, keeps it in the soil, improves seed to soil contact when you press those seeds into the dirt and ensures superior seed germination for all seed types. I do not plant a food plot without cultipacking. Guys, Packer Max and Lincoln over there, great company, great people. They have five different cultipackers available at PackerMax.com. And they also have a roller crimper combo attachment for the Packer Max. So that's what I use. I can crimp, I can pack, I can do everything with my Packer Max crimper combo. They even came out with a six foot unit at PackerMax.com. Guys, be sure to utilize this piece of equipment when you're planting food plots to get the best success in your seed germination. Check them out, PackerMax.com. We have a code HPC25 at checkout to save money. Well, cheers, boys. Deer Camp 2023. Cheers. 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 Andy, new guy in camp. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. Tell us about yourself. You were just on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Andy Hutchins from Traverse City. Episode, what episode were you on? Do you remember? Right before uh, bow season. Okay. Probably 43 or something. Yeah, somewhere in there. there. Yeah. All right. Next. You've uh, been here before. Yeah. Evan Zambettis, uh, Grand Haven, Michigan. Third year coming to camp. So didn't put anything on the pole last year or the year before, but this is the year, I think. <laughs> oh, I mean, you were in him this morning, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right, Jared Wessel, also from Grand Haven, second year at camp here, and fortunately put a doe on the pole this morning. And you started off earlier by saying you don't do podcasts. Correct. <laughs> we yeah, got him sitting here. We are. Yeah, we got him. We, we coaxed him over here with some beers. We got him tied to the bench, so he can't run away. <laughs> here we are. And the elder of camp. Greg Van Hees from Grand Haven. I'm not sure I would admit that with you two sitting next to me, but I guess I will. <laughs> um, yeah, my third year up here with our group and having a good old time. So kind of getting things figured out a little bit. You were on last year's Deer Camp podcast. I was, too. yeah. I was yeah. on last year's. We had a late nighter last year doing the podcast. This yeah. year we're a little more civil having it midday. lunch. So, yes. There's just too many things that can be too much fun between now and 9 p.m. Correct. That's true. That is true. Pat oh. Cross. Oh, hey there, Pat. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Howell, Michigan. Second year here at the Van Heese Deer Camp. And got a couple deer hanging on the pole. We'll get into some stories. Yeah, we'll get into that for sure. Welcome back, everybody. Um, a little bit different this year, the weather, first off. I'm enjoying it. Last year we had 18 inches of snow, I think, by the second morning. Yeah, 15 yeah. plus tack. 24 inches of snow by the time we left. Correct, yeah. And there is no snow. I, could, I mean, a little half inch would be nice. Yeah, a little dusting would be good. But, um... No, it was kind of rare this year to have that it's, that warm opener, which is really kind of cool. It, you yeah, know, nice. I mean, you get the true feeling of fall. It's cold enough. and. It's kind of nice dressing, really light out there and traveling. And not a, you don't need it every year, but once in a great while, it doesn't hurt, you know. Yeah, 62 degrees and sunshine. You can it's like laying on a beach out there. It wasn't too hard to take. Is that what it was yesterday? 62. 
I think it hit 62. Opener yeah. was opener was a little cooler. Yeah. Yeah. And it warmed up yesterday. And then yeah. It cooled up. All that yeah, wind. It dropped 20 degrees overnight. So. Yeah. What's it now? Does anybody know what it is now? I think a high of 57 today is what they had said. Oh, wow. No. No. It was like 39. Well, I. The phone yesterday. app that I have on my phone is different than the phone app you have on your phone. Is it for Grand Haven? Daytona you know, Beach, Grand Haven. I could be anywhere right it's now. 40, but it's 40 degrees currently. It says 39 on the house that's thermometer. The, oh, yeah, that's the, the high for today. Thanks for keeping me on track, Pat. You're welcome. Appreciate 39 with a breeze. Yeah, another, another pretty stiff breeze up here on the hill. Probably down there, too. Probably down there. Tomorrow, too. high 44. Yeah, this is our cold front. And it's Friday. And people will be in the woods tonight, probably everywhere, moving deer around. And they'll be off tomorrow moving deer around. Mm-hmm. So there goes sleeping in. Can't sleep in when all the session's gone. That's true. Nobody slept in yet, so we're good. Not really. That's also not true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't have any problems sleeping in. <clears throat> well, when you got a buck on the pole, I can't blame you, you for sleeping no, in. No, but I, I'm planning on it tomorrow. We haven't slept in. Yeah, we had a couple of people get some RR today. It's all right. Need it. I need it. Haven't done it yet, but need it. I wanted to stay more alert in the woods, so I thought I would just sleep in an extra hour and get after it, you know? Yeah. Then I felt really bad because the temp dropped to where it was and going, shoot, this is feeling pretty much like it ought to be, you know? Yep. Yeah, we should have all slept in yesterday, so we were fresh for today. Correct. No kidding. Yesterday was a wash, but this was a good morning. Yeah, so that's um, we all saw deer this morning. Everybody who went out, well, you didn't see deer, right? Did you the only didn't see deer. No, I didn't see deer. Kevin saw at any point. I didn't see deer. You well, you didn't go out this morning. morning. You didn't go out. It was a little after nine when I got out. There. I have a cell cam picture that says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> There's cameras everywhere. In the woods, so. Get lost. <laughs> it was nine thirty-three. It was nine thirty-three. Was after nine. I wonder if my dad's up. Oh yeah, there he is. And you still have your pajamas on, so I don't know. (laughs) It's all right. Two hours in the same direction where I just shot a deer. It's kind of like you can do what you want to do at deer camp. We talked about that before. What is deer camp to you, right? That's true. Yeah. Do what you want. Sounds like a participation. I'm not going to criticize anybody for anything. I wanted to sleep in this morning, but I wanted to shoot a deer more. So I so thought it was smart. You were going for the, you were going for the more and more. Well, now that we uh, added a little more spice to our cash prize cup, um, I think everybody's going hunting today, <laughs> for sure. How much money do we have in there total? We got. Did did everybody buy into the? No, side I think pot? I think six people bought it. Six. So we got that's an additional one one twenty. It's like five hundred bucks. One twenty plus two eighty for the right now it's a four hundred dollar pot. You've already taken one eighty for a first deer. So five eighty total. So five eighty total was wow. the, with eighty of that carry over. We went a little year. aggressive in the betting this year. Yeah. <laughs> got a second chance pot, a third chance <laughs> pot. That's a little side action. We're gonna go from twenty to twenty five a guy. That's what you and I talked about. Yeah, we and did. Dick and I were at beat up the other night, and he's like, "Why don't we just do 40 yeah. I'm like, "Sold." In the group text, forwarded. And I actually, I'm glad you said that. I brought cash this year too, so I'm not on credit anymore. <laughs> We're just keeping inflation going. I so. feel like I'm part of it now this time, so I have a chance. Did you catch and, up on the finance charges, though. Yeah, interest was not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that eighty dollars that was in there really grew a lot over the last year, right? When I looked in there, there was still eighty dollars in there, yeah. so. Take your interest in collecting some dust at home. <laughs> Go to your own bank with it. Yeah, it smelled like socks. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's in my closet. I said a man cave. When we said cut money, it's not like a like a 
trophy cup. That's a coffee cup. You get real creative up here, right? Filled with cash. Filled with cash. It's full now. It's still top now. That should be maybe your thumbnail for the podcast. For the cup? That's a good idea. I mean, part of it. I, mean, I like that. You got a few good ideas. I just for took it. a picture of it and put it on Instagram, so that makes sense. I'm going to use that for coffee in the morning and just walk out the door with it and just drink some $20 bills. Whatever they are. I know where you live. Get a little fiber, right? <clears throat> we got the, the, that was last year we did first year mm-hmm. and biggest buck. Mm-hmm. And then biggest buck rolled over this year, so now we have first year, biggest buck with extra cash, and then. Now we're at next year. A side pot for next year. So does that mean we never killed a buck last year? I wasn't trying to say that, but yep, definitely. (laughs) We didn't get it. We got beat up last year pretty bad. Broke the curse. Yep. Yep. Pat Cross. On the buck pole. Let's see. Uh, We'll save you for last. So the big buck. Well, at least we're looking a little bit smarter as we go here. You know, I mean, it's not totally oblivious to what we need to be doing out there. Well, you just rolled into camp, so you're a little bit of a yeah. handicap. Same with Kevin. Well, Pat it. rolled into the camp, and two hours later, he had a deer laying there. Good point. Um, so I guess I take that back. But he's a big buck killer, so what are you going to do? You know? All right. All right. Stop. His head's getting a little big over here. Stop. I'm not blaming yeah. anything. Let's hear about your hunt this morning, J-Rod. All right. Well, first thing this morning, we were kind of checking the weather out front, a little rainy, windy, very windy to start the morning. We kind of took our time getting out of the woods. Um, yeah, you guys walking slow, like creeping in. We're kind of lost. <laughs> with, I mean, I know the we know the area, but with the logging activity going on, yeah. uh, things have changed. Yeah, it looks a little so. different out there. It was the first hunt that we had sat over here versus public land. So, yeah, just figuring out where we were going and how to get there. First hunt out of every, no, uh, what, Brazo sat down there last night? Was that the only one left down there last night in the beast? Yeah, I, I was on so, the yeah. far west edge, but oh. I was just walking down from the deck basically to the bottom. So yeah, yeah, gotcha. All right, so you were lost. Yeah, kind of, kind of just walked the power lines down and uh, <clears throat> kind of found a nice vantage point to see down. Uh, we had a north wind and and kind of positioned ourselves well for that. Um, shooting light was approximately seven a.m. and and sitting waiting, just scanning through. Uh, kind of really looking kind of spot spotting for deer with that wind we weren't seeing you know hearing much going through the woods so um all of a sudden about 160 170 yards out i see see a doe at the time look kind of small uh but heading straight towards me is it just uh, by yourself by herself by herself single doe and you're um, way up high i'm high she's down low um kind of coming from the direction where the logger's working and uh yeah, I mean, she was on a line almost directly at me, so I had really had no shot, no shot, no shot till um, she started to turn, and, and about the time she got sideways, she was behind a group of three trees, and and then from there, no cover once again. Um, she she wandered up, coming up kind of one of the fingers there, and popped up over about now 65, 70 yards, and was able to put a shot just behind the shoulder, so... So uh, she actually kind of get out of your sight for a little bit then? I mean, uh, blindly for probably five, six paces. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she popped back up over. And, okay. And fortunately, she ran the right direction. She ran uphill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> kicked, ran uphill, and, and went about six yards. And, and I heard her crash. And, and so I, I just made my way over there and was able to get her out to the road pretty easily. Ran towards the road. That's always helpful. <laughs> it sure was. Yeah. Up the hill and towards the road. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, Seriously. I would not have guessed that. No. That's a steep hill. Got, got, got a little lucky. It could have been uh, a nasty pullout, but it ended up being easy. 
Yeah, I sat extra long so I didn't have to help you drag drag it up the hill. I was thinking it ran into the next house. Pat has a lot of experience. No service, sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, Pat. Pat's your man. He he can. He likes to do that. Yeah, so you went down there and helped him? No, no. But last, year, no but last year, no, I, I got it out myself. So I mean, I I gun in one hand, oh, one hind leg. I was able to pull it all the way down the hill, got it to the road, and. And yeah, Nick, Nick gave me a hand. We drove out there together. Anybody passed by on the road when you were loading up? Not me. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. I, I, pulled, I pulled over trying to figure out what was going on here with these two hillbillies on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, somebody, hit a deer with, yeah. somebody hit a deer with a truck or something, like, right? Who is poaching deer here? Yeah. <laughs> probably what happened was they brought it on the shoulder of the road and then just put a sh- shot behind the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Dang, guess it. I was out. I, I could hear you. I heard the shot. I'm like, I knew it was one of you two. It was close. It boomed down in that that valley. And but I didn't think it was a 300 mag boom. You didn't crap your pants. So no <laughs> I, I jumped, but I didn't crap my pants. Correct. It was loud. How does that sound normally compared to like a seven mag or 300 mag? Is it not as big? I've only got about seven shots out of that rifle, okay. so I was it's a, hard with all every other every other shot has been at the range with muffs on. So okay, gotcha. Yeah. What are you shooting? It's a six five Creedmoor. Oh. You can, what kind you, of you can make fun of me. Uh, it's a brown brownie next bolt. Is it like the saddle hunter make fun of? Is that kind of what it is? I guess. I don't know. I've got a lot of crap for some people for picking up that rifle. Yeah. Just because of the caliber? Because of the caliber. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You can't kill a deer under a thousand yards with that gun. It's got to be over a thousand yards. And, yeah. Twelve to fourteen hundred yard shots are average, I think. Okay. Any more six five jokes? You probably look them up. <laughs> so Browning X bolt. Optics are Vortex. Okay. Four to sixteen. How how good are you with that gun, you think? How far can are you comfortable with? I mean, I would no question go out to two hundred right now with ever shooting that far with the range that I sighted in, only went to a hundred. I'd still feel comfortable doing that. And I mean, if it was a nice clear shot at three, I mean, I don't think it's even dropping a foot at three hundred, so wow. we could probably ballpark it with the bodies body size of the deer to okay well screed sound pretty cool <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty flat really i think once you start getting out four or five i think 500 you're dropping about almost four feet okay what, what does the seven mag do at 500 any idea 30 at 500 i got 400 drops like 18 something like that 500 you're probably dropping four i don't know four about 300 similar i think they're about three thirty 30 <laughs> inches low at 500 about yeah. that's it I think. Wow. Yeah. And pretty flat. It's I mean, this, it's that much. Yeah, pretty pretty flat up to 300. I think 300 is about six. Yeah, if you put it on the top so. of their backbone, yeah. that, you know, and. What are you comfortable shooting the deer at? I had a nice rest this morning sitting there. I had it on my knee kind of watching that deer. And I mean, I'd, I'd probably shoot 300 in a situation like that if you had a clear, open, like power line mm-hmm. lane like where I was sitting. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats on your deer, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate having us up here at camp. Of course, man. It's favorite week of the year. Absolutely. You mentioned you were sitting on a power line. Let's hear what you saw this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or, not, this, or this week or, you know, update so far. Yeah. We've been grinding it out. Not much action. I didn't see a deer opening day. I think I, I found two on across the property line with binos yesterday, kind of basking in the sun. And then that one three point kind of on the corner of your property here. So, but this morning, yeah, sitting on that power line cut on the edge, uh, had a doe come out about 175 yards and had some grunting like right away uh, on the other side of the power, power line clearing. So 
true. I thought about hosing the dough so I could pick up on the cup money, but <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather uh, dethrone Pat here and well, that buck. clean up. Uh, didn't never ended up seeing the buck, but had a good mature doe kind of working its way through some shoulder high swamp brush kind of. So I wish I was a buck on. That would have been on the west, so so our side. Yeah, yeah, yep, in that kind of cedar thicket down there where the, it gets pretty dark. But I walked in there; it's like a it's like a cave. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, I can see how like thermal bedding, or um, I'm sure they're bedding there. That's thick. Corner's a hot corner, man. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on down there. A lot of thick, nasty. Between, you know, the stuff that's knocked down now and all the cedars and thickets. And mm-hmm. so whatever whatever buck it was has probably already been in here because he was coming from the west. So I mean, probably a decent one, be my guess. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool hunt. You know, the weather was great today. It was cold. It was calming down. Seeing some movement, a little bit of rut sign. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been getting rut. <clears throat> Uh, reports from the area same thing it's, it's going down right now so got a new gun that's never uh, shed blood yet so i'm got an itchy trigger finger here but what kind of gun also an x-bolt but it's a it's a 300 wind mag you guys were matching underwear too yeah we hold hands with the way the trees stand <laughs> but those, those guns are super nice though dude. yeah very nice yeah, guns yeah so i want to hear it bark before the week's done but we'll find the right deer hopefully so. i don't own a browning rifle shotguns no mm-hmm. rifles i don't either they're just sharp looking. They're just like, you know. Yeah, pretty good guns without going crazy on the price tag. And yeah, how much are they? Uh, I got that one on a Cabela's sale for under a thousand bucks, but huh? they're like I don't know, probably nine hundred to thirteen hundred, depending on what you get. What you doing, High Life? <laughs> All right, so we got. What did you see today? Nothing. And you went across the street. Yes. And down in. I went down off of Hendricks, back in there, kind of where I was at yesterday. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No. And Kevin, how big was that eight point? Bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had an eight point sneak up behind him, staring him down with the dust there at 25 yards. Um, I guess I'll do my update next, saving you for last. Yeah. Opening day was slow in the morning. We hiked, Brazo and I hiked way back in on this public ground. And then uh, I moved a little bit. I was watching kind of over this valley where this walking trail was. And um, I was going to work this whole trail around. And what do you know? I see two hunters walking down the walking trail. They're, they're scooting. They're walking. They're not still hunting. They're walking. And, uh, the trail that they were on was going to meet where I'm at. So Neighbors? Hunters up at... Uh, oh, up north. Up north at Corn Country. And... Um, I thought with the way the wind's going, if they're coming around this way, I should just sit here and wait and see what happens. And sure as crap, five does came running at me, and I took a shot at the biggest one at 17 yards with a seven mag, blew through a three-inch sapling, and then hit the deer. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> she she was hit hard, and she ran down the hill, not up the hill. <laughs> down the hill, and, and didn't crash, but stood there and then died within seconds. But... um. When she stopped, she was quartering at me, and I put it right to the right of the tree. I'm like, this is a done deal, right? Seven mag, thing's done. Well, I shot the tree square in the center of the tree. I must have jerked the trigger. Excitement, who knows? It was fun. But big doe, dressed out 120 pounds, 118-ish. A um, thousand yards away thousand from yard drag. where Thanks we for that. Appreciate you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for carrying my pack. I'm going or whatever you carried. Appreciate it. Um, that was opening morning. Opening night, we went back. And because you had something grunting behind you. First morning. Was it still dark? Yeah. And what'd you hear? 
spotting grunt and then some hooks. Hell yeah. Pulling behind. Hell yeah. And the place is all rubbed up too, so we knew yeah. something's in there. Can you imitate what that grunt sounded like, Adam? Me. No. I'll no. try it. Adam. <laughs> like that? Yeah. So you knew it's for a fact what it was. Out. I mean, no doubt, right? Yeah. That one sounds pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't call on deer though. Yeah, so you definitely about a year. Yeah, and so we probably put you against this valley. We walked through it the day before, Scott, when you and I did. So we knew that buck was going to the north. So that night he went kind of where he was, but he switched away he was looking. And then I went around the other corner. And as soon as I crested the hill, getting in that spot, I was super quiet that night. I see two deer jump out of the swale in the woods. Big rack. The doe hops in the pines and then he hops right behind her. My gun was up. Safety's not coming off. Just shit show. Too quick. Too fast. He was probably 125 yards away, so it would have been a poke. Um, Freestanding after hiking all the way. It would have been a mess, but... It's kind of nice to see a rack from over 100 yards away and have no doubt in your mind that... Yeah, this big boy looks pretty good. Yeah. And that was pretty much uh, the next day. Yesterday, the next day was a bust for me. And then uh, this morning, I saw too far off on the 70 so but got a doe hanging took took first deer cut money you did it was great taking patrick's 20 bucks before See? i was even here big doe yeah. Big yeah that was a big one too i yeah. yeah i thought somebody'd show up with a bambi just to collect money but that was a good, <laughs> good first deer I, yeah big old snout on that doe though yeah it's just it's probably the biggest, one of the biggest does i've shot yours is hanging out next to it it's just pretty big. similar yeah we yeah. gotta weigh that one to yeah we have still <clears throat> yeah side side bat yeah. I know, because I another maybe under the table yeah. maybe gentleman's yeah. yeah so we're we're five hunts in and then um you couldn't show up for opening morning right opening morning i was not here i got uh caught up with a little bit of work and then managed to pack up hit the road what was it what was open wednesday mm-hmm. wednesday morning yeah today's friday yeah so actually this is week. a cover story and you're secretly scouting the area and pretending like you weren't around and you just show up like uh it was yeah. he shot a buck back home he threw it in his yeah. truck downstate yeah. hauled it up north Planted it in the woods. Went in the woods. Kept it warm. Got this buck, guys. Look at my casing. I didn't hear a gunshot. <laughs> I did. I was 200 yards away. So I can, <laughs> as much as I don't want to. He's fired one. Well, yeah, he just. I can verify. Yeah. Let it round go. So you were you went back to that spot you went last year. Yep. So got we got you know got up here. I pretty much got my stuff unloaded from the truck. Got dressed and we went out to the woods. So and you rolled in. You said two thirty. You were like two twenty, two twenty, two twenty five. Yeah. So, yeah right on yeah. time. Yeah. Un- unpacked the truck. Threw on the hunting gear. Got the gun loaded up. Backpack and hit the woods. And we were sitting what that day probably three o'clock a little after three maybe yeah, yeah. and you know sat down went to the trusty rusty spot that i shot the doe last year same tree facing this big steep rivet you know ridge that goes off that i drug a doe up last year and then uh well, we were sitting there just getting comfy and wasn't we uh, well sorry me you have a mouse me. in your pocket well no, i would say we i mean evan was he was, over, he was over that area well i had passed you on the evening yeah, he you passed know, me even if i beat you out there that you pushed the deer towards me you but probably, i guess it worked probably, the other yeah, way i pushed so. it the other way so uh, so you it. drove a truck and he drove an e-bike. We passed on the trail. Well, a couple, three, four miles? Yeah, yeah maybe, just under, maybe three, not that just far. under three miles. And then, yeah. and then was, he beat you? I was walking up the trail. I was probably about 200, 300 yards from where I was going to be sitting and nothing. I hear Evan smiling in your ears. was zinging past. I was going to give him a little slap on the butt as I passed him, but we had a big hill coming up. So You're afraid to whack him with a gun barrel? Yeah. So we were uh, yeah, sit, sitting in the hunt and wasn't the, uh, I think it was right around 4.30 or a little bit before, I just see a buck 
pop over the ridge in front of me through my binoculars up on him. He was only 50 yards away. And just, just, just see his racket just, head first? Yeah, yeah. Make, make, make sure he was, you know, legitimate and legal for this this part of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was good to go, but he kind of caught me moving a little bit. And we had a, had a stare off for uh, three to five minutes and had to wait for him to turn and grab my gun. And he was slightly quartered away, 65-yard shot, and felt pretty confident about it. He mule kicked pretty hard and then just kind of scooted along the ridge and lost him in the thicker brush. Like I gave it a half hour, 45 minutes and wanted to go over and take a peek, see if we had, you know, blooded impacts that I was dealing with. And, and I tracked it maybe 60, 70 yards. And good blood. Good blood. Yeah. Had pretty, pretty solid blood the whole way. And, you know, I, I only had foul blood for 20, 30 yards and I threw out my binoculars and caused white belly. I was just happy he didn't go down <laughs> the ridge that the doe went down last year. But then we found out afterwards there's actually a road over that way, so we wouldn't have had After to you drug it back. Have to drug it all the way <laughs> and then went down the road all the way back to the truck that way. Yeah, yeah. damn. Hammered him with the classic. Uh, yeah, new gun. Yeah, it was a new gun, old gun, but a new gun. It was a gun I've had for a while, and I think oh. I actually actually talked about it last year. I was like, you know what, next year I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the thirty thirty the Marlin thirty thirty. Right. Let's go back. I don't think I'll talk about to verify it. that. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast. I think I talked about it just in general. When we were up here, I don't believe you. So yeah, classic uh, Michigan deer rifle, nineteen seventy-seven Marlin thirty thirty model three thirty-six. That was sweet. Yeah. Opening day, eight point. Opening Michigan day, gun. eight point. That's what I shot my first uh, first deer with thirty thirty. Shot a lot of deer with it. So I just hung hung tight once I found the deer and just sat down and actually had another buck cruise by me. What thirty minutes before last light? And that's why Nick needs to go sit over there. But you're out of tag. You're out of buck. Yeah, I'm t- yeah, I was t- that was my that was my tag out because I had shot a deer in bow season in Michigan. And then you uh, you weren't sending any pictures. You were playing the tease game, yeah. which I do all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Even to the rest of us sitting, you know, pretty close. I, I, was, I, I was throwing out some hands. Oh, so you guys, he wasn't so. either. I heard the boom. I knew it was Pat. We were about 250 yards apart. And no, I threw, I threw out some hands and said <laughs> he didn't go far. Yes, and, Matt caught that real yeah, quick. Right. Yeah. Put on the lard and onions. Yeah. And Jared and Bring home a buck. Jared and Nick grabbed my truck and met up with me and Evan at the trail. We drug it down the hill and had a couple down the hill. Down the hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, down the hill. That was a nice, nice drag. Yeah. Did you do an e-bike drag? No, I parked the bike at the bottom of the hill okay. and hiked to the top, yeah. but yeah. you could have about rode the deer down the hill. It was a steep all the way down to the trail. Oh, you went towards the road. Yeah. Or did you go back towards back. the walking trail? The walking trail. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. So they they grabbed my truck, drove it up there. We that two track that's going through drug the down the trail. Had a celebration latte, took some pictures, got it, and got it back here hanging. If you guys are wondering if you should buy or sell property right now in Michigan, be sure to get a hold of Chad Thalen over at Midwest Lifestyle Properties. I've been friends with Chad for a long time. He's been a partner of the podcast for quite a few years now, and he just proves to be a resource to me over and over again. Chad has been helping me understand the real estate side of things, answer any questions I have, help me see through some of the technical stuff that I might not be trained for in this in this area. And just knows ground, knows habitat, programs to get stuff, put it on your ground, the government can pay for, all around very knowledgeable guy over at Midwest Lifestyle Properties. Guys, if you're looking to buy or sell a piece of recreational ground. I mean, he even sells ground with farms and and houses on it too. But if you're looking to buy a piece of ground or sell yours, give Chad a call. Chad is on Facebook at Chad Thalen, Land Specialist Midwest Lifestyle Properties. 
You can also find him on our website at Habitat Podcast. The market is still hot for rec properties, and I would call Chad right away to get your property listed and sold. If you're on the lookout for a brand new property, again, Chad has his fingers in a lot of different circles. You can find a piece for you. Check him out, Chad Thalen, Midwest Lifestyle Properties, on Facebook and at HabitatPodcast.com. Pat wrote it for about 15 feet when we got slipped yeah. on the wet leaves. And oh, jeez. Oh, 15 feet? I slipped. Check slipped. Was it got on your shoulder, too? Huh? I might have had my gun on my shoulder. Yeah, slip, we slipped back. We had my ride now, like a toboggan down the hill. I've been scoping some whackers. Yeah. Well, last year in the snow, it was kind of the same way. It was. Dragging your doe out of there. You shot a doe about a mile back, too. Good work, buddy. Yeah. So. Good work, Jared. I can still be dethroned that the weekend is not Oh, over. yeah. We're only halfway, uh, halfway through, right? So, you secured cup money. I did not Correct. secure cup money. I've got a good feeling about it. We have a whole group of guys jonesing for the rest of that cup yeah. who haven't shot a buck. We're all coming me. for you. Yep. And then Kevin saw... I'd, I'd give up the cup money to shoot, shoot a buck bigger than yours. For sure. And I just want you to call it a sure thing so you jinx yourself and yeah. give us a little bit more Knocking on wood does not work with us. You're out. We're shooting a giant tonight. Yeah. I can, all I can do is just get side side bet. I'll tell you what. Do you want to pull, your, you you wanna pull your $40 out now and be safe and just go home with that? No. Okay. Ask does, does that sound like something I would do? No. <laughs> if anything, I'd double well, it up. Yeah. You could do it. Like Sorry. What a hundred dollar side bet for the next year. You want to take? Do you want to take? I tell you what. I'll take a ten dollar so. profit out. That's of like prices right rules, rules, right? If you, you got you guys money now, increase, or you can continue to play. Good so. point. I'm, I'm big buck right now. I think that's deal. If, if everybody so here throws an additional ten dollars, the price is right. I'll throw a hundred of my own money into it for big buck. Okay, and you're gonna sit in here and not go out? No, no, I'm yeah. still gonna go out. I can't shoot another buck. I know, but that's how confident he is in his buck. It's a nice buck. It's a very nice. So, buck. You're, so say that one more time. He you're, says if everyone next... wants to contribute an additional ten dollars into buck. the big buck side of it. Oh, not the side hustle. Pat will throw in another hundred in there. Mm. <laughs> if you can take a picture of a bigger one, we'll uh, buy a case of beer just for. Uh... I saw. I'm a trying one. to give you guys some incentive. We have so incentive. You know where there's yeah. a bigger buck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's actually nice weather too. And driving there tonight? Mm-mm. Nope. Probably hunting down here. I found a pretty cool spot. Good work. Thanks, sir. Nice buck. Thanks for having me up at camp again. Yeah. yeah. Well, buck bull's getting there. We got three deer up. We're still going. And what, what have you been seeing? I have, well, today nothing. Um, you found a tire? Yeah, I found a very nice trailer <laughs> tire on a aluminum custom rim. Brand new tire. I found that, and I actually went back and got that, brought that back, so I didn't Sounds hang it out. the road, but, just but I brought there. it. It was yeah, it's cool. It's very really nice. Because you're checking, you're hunting that way. Yeah, I was going up the hill. So I'm going, what the heck is this? You know, but no, um, I didn't see a thing on opening morning. Just trying to get adjusted, and there wasn't a whole lot of shooting. We scouted there, but there was two other blinds morning. in there too. Correct. Correct. Okay. So and I and I wasn't really ideal where I was set up. I was okay where I was set up, but we're still learning. We're still learning. New is again new area. Um, so went back out there that evening, and I did see some activity. I saw a couple a couple deer. They were probably a hundred yards away from me, but through the woods heading north. And I was on the south end of a property, and they were heading north and. They they were gone for probably five minutes, and then deer started filtering back the direction that they came from, and uh, there were seven. There were three does and uh, four fawns. 
Those are big does too. Yeah. If they're the same ones that are on the camera. Big does. Yeah, big does. Big does. Healthy. So what I thought was I need to make an adjustment here at some point and maybe get in a little bit different position. But the wind, the wind as bad as it was yesterday, um, didn't really lend itself to me moving a whole lot, you know. So so where um so I stayed in the same spot in the morning and then I made an adjustment around noon. Thought I'd get up closer to where the deer were traveling. And uh, I had learned there was actually a hay field there and a what's left of a cornfield, pretty much cut, but yeah. and a little bit of a pinch point. So I thought, well, I'll just set up in there. And again, wind went from 10 to 13 miles per hour out of the south to about twice that, you know, probably 20 to 25 miles an hour. And so last evening, there wasn't a whole lot of movement anywhere I was. I didn't hear any, really any shooting either around me. It was just, I think things were a little bit spooked, but I t- and I and I did see a deer that morning too. I, I take that back. Before I moved, I did see a deer. Again, with all that wind and uh, the deer was getting ready to duck into some heavy stuff, and was kind of running back and forth, kind of bewildered. And I didn't know if he was picking up some hunter scent or picking up what it was. And I didn't get a good look at that one. It was on some private property, and I couldn't shoot in that direction anyway, so I didn't really spend any time sorting it out but when i did get one final look at it i, I thought i saw antlers and it was probably a, maybe a spike if the biggest but uh so that was pretty much that and then you know last night was just again not a whole lot going on pretty windy you know so anyway so i get up there jared dropped me off and again we're hunting north of here he dropped me off and said i'll be back to get you i said okay so i get over to the new spot that i had set up in and i was feeling real good about it and i'm a and I'm, I'm about probably 20 to 30 yards in from anybody else's property line, looking in the direction that I needed to be looking, not not hunting their fields, but looking to where I needed to be looking. And I had a kind gentleman come up, sneak up behind me and kind of did the, hey, hey, do you know where you are? And I go, yeah, I know exactly where I am. He goes, do you know where the property boundaries are? I go, yeah. I go, there's some orange posts over here. Uh, do you know there's a deer blind over there? Uh, I'm sorry, no, I don't know there's a deer blind over there. Is supposed to know all of this about somebody else's land? I, you know, I hunted there for two days, so I mean, I, I didn't get approached by anybody any other time. That's true. So, he's asking me, where are you from? I said, Grand Haven. He goes, why don't you go back to Grand Haven? I'm going, oh, okay. Well, um, was that where I first started getting a little hairy? Just, I mean, that was kind of the first, the, the first point where I was kind of going, this guy's got no freaking manners. <laughs> so, that was rude. So he's, rude. he's just kind of going, you know, you're about the fifth guy I've run out of here. We're hunting state land, basically, where you have permissions to hunt. And uh, so I was in my rights. But I, apparently I was close enough to this guy's little sweet spot that he didn't like it. So... So he kind of disappeared, kind of went back towards his blind, and five minutes later, I look, and he's coming right up behind me again. And he's staying off. He's staying like 20 yards away, 15 yards away. But now he's got his phone, and he's pointing at me, and he's kind of narrating his own little movie. This is the guy on my property. This is the guy here. This is what I'm dealing with, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'm just... Holy cow, you know. Maybe he's making some TikTok clips of you. I, I looked on... Was that when you took your shirt off? <laughs> no, I did not take my shirt off. <laughs> Were you wearing the shirt cocking shirt? <laughs> I did, but it, but it was buried underneath some, some more clothing. So Just ripped that off. Like, what's up? 
So I ended up telling him, I just said, you know, I said, if you'd have had some manners and just come up and approach me properly and nice, I said, I'd have gladly got way out of your freaking way. I would have moved down here. But because you're being an idiot, I'm just going to sit right here, you know. And then he said, well, he says, you get any lead that zings over your head? I'm shooting down my shooting lane down this fence line right here. And if you just happen to be there, you happen to be there. So I'm thinking, okay, yeah, this is a real gem. So and he's probably, guy's probably early 30s. And uh, so I said, well, I'm going to move 50 feet over. I said, I was going to get behind a tree to where he didn't, I wasn't in his line of sight anyway. And the last word I said to him was, um, I hope I smoke your buck. Tonight, you know. Nice to meet you. I'm kill your deer tonight. I think it I thought with I don't like your manners too. I'm smoking your buck. Yeah, hope I smoke your buck. So might wink at your girlfriend at the bar too. <laughs> so then I move over like 50 feet, okay? And then I said, no, I just move over another 50 feet. So I got over, I got settled again, and uh, things were kind of quiet. And I'm not looking back in his direction. I mean, he's straight behind me. And I knew I had a big enough tree, and you know, behind me, I felt okay about that, but. Probably half hour later, I'm looking to the to the west, and uh, I see this hunter out there. And there were a couple pop-up blinds out there. On the private or on the public? On the public. Always on the public. Yeah, it's on the public. So there's this there's this guy. He's probably 200 yards away from me, 2, 250. And I go, oh. You know, I hunted there for two days. I said, oh, finally, somebody showed up to go to that blind. They must, they must be coming off the private back here. They must live over here, whatever, whatever. So off he goes, and... You know, it took him probably 10 minutes to walk the three or 400 yards that he walked. And he disappeared out of sight. I think, okay, yeah, he's in that blind over there, you know. And five minutes later, I look, what would you do? For, forget your gun or something, you know, because he headed back the other way. And for 10, 15 minutes, he walked back the other way, all the way over to the fence line where the corn is and stuff. And then I got my binos on him, and I'm looking at him, and I can't really make out what's what, but I don't, I don't see a gun with this guy, you know. I, what that? Maybe he's, and he's not banging pots and pans together or anything. I thought maybe it was like a tree hugger type individual. So next thing you know, he turns around and walks right back where he walked again, three, 400 yards off to the north. And there he goes. And then he disappears. So I thought maybe he, you know, had left something behind. And then five, 10 minutes later, here he comes back again. This is like at like five o'clock now. Okay. And then, then he marches up the property line to the blind. Okay. I go, oh, oh, it's my friend over there. <laughs> But he doesn't get back into the blind. He gets to that corner, and he's kind of got, like, his hands on his hips, you know, and he's just kind of, you know, the chin up a little bit in the air, kind of, you know, probably bumbling some foul words to me or something, you know. And and he kind of hung there, so I said, I'm just getting out of here. I was kind of hoping that he might send something over me, you know, shoot something. And I was hoping it was going to be, like, 545, like, after shooting time. Because then I would have probably got the DNR involved and just said, you know, CO or something and just say, well, number one, I don't know what he was shooting at. He could have claimed that, but he was shooting after shooting time. So I was thinking of ways to get back at him. But He probably just went and put his smelly boots on and tried to walk a perimeter. Maybe put some wolf piss on his boots or something. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I thought about it, and I think when I said I was going to smoke his buck, you know, I think he got to thinking about that going. That's where my buck comes he, from. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because there's more private land up in that direction. So, you know, he didn't have a rifle. He was just walking. So I'm going, okay, I'll get rid of this guy. And I'll, nothing's moving anyway. I'm just going to push whatever's back if that buck's rutting or something. So 
So anyway, I didn't go back there today. I, we kind of complained about it all night. This ploy worked. Yeah. You know, because nobody wants to waste their precious deer hunt time Correct. dealing with crap like that. Correct. Yeah. And on a crappy day like that, maybe he was using burning that day to prepare for today, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. good weather coming in. And- well, and I still have plenty of time to try to get even over the next few years. It doesn't matter. I, you know, I, again, you know, you waste your time on stuff like that. You might as well just kind of move on. So your smile will be twice as big when you take the buck picture after you. Yeah, well, I hope he takes a picture and posts it so I can verify who he is. I think I know who he is. I think we kind of found Yeah, we did him. some internet stalking and we got his name. Plus, yeah. I know the CO, so we'll be figuring yeah. some stuff yeah. out. Yeah, it's just... You know, it's just... Yeah. Is that hunter harassment? Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. What's the definition of hunter harassment? I don't even know. Uh, it's like anything impeding with somebody's hunting. Deliberately. Deliberately. It doesn't have to be much. Okay. Does that ever stick? You know, Do those ever, claims ever go anywhere? I would think they have to. It, it probably depends on how belligerent the situation I'm is. I'm sure. You know? I yeah, mean, it makes sense. You know, if they're throwing dogs, I was fired up here and bought me and told me, I was like, yeah. Well, I, you know what? I'm sitting there and I'm just trying to clear my mind to let this thing pass. I go, just hunt the last half hour, just chill, just, and I couldn't let it go. It's just <laughs> kind of like, what a freaking jerk, man. What a jerk. Yeah, it just kind of kills your hunt and puts you in a bad mood. Yeah, just, it's stupid, you know, so. Well, we all, um, at, at Adam's deer camp on the podcast that I did with him a couple of weeks ago, they all got their whole group of guys, and mm-hmm. this happened to him, uh, his buddy, they all went back and, like, I don't know how many. I think there was, like, four of them that went back, and, of course, they ran up on the, the wrong guy. <laughs> a couple kids ran up behind them, you know, with their trucks and pulled up, and uh, two 16-year-old kids jumped out, and four huge dudes jump out, and these guys don't know what to do. <laughs> and it wasn't the right guys. Oh gosh! <laughs> oh. So you gotta make sure it's the right guy. <clears throat> yeah, that's rule number one. But and that well, so I picked you up, and this was our our bar night to go eat dinner out. Yeah, about right? ten after six or so. Yeah. So and they closed at eight early, which was kind of <laughs> silly. But so we're like, we gotta get to the restaurant. So him and I went straight to the bar, and then you guys all got in your car and drove up, or your truck and drove up. Yeah. And we and, waited what forty five minutes outside. Oh, we waited for forever for the but table, it well, but it was well worth it. Yeah. Well, the thing was, like, yeah, I'm like, free gizzards out of it. So this yeah. guy's gonna probably be at the bar. There's free entertainment. This guy who you're getting in fits yeah. with. He lives like probably five miles from there. So and yeah. we think he was based on the Facebook stock that we did. And when they were walking out after we finally got our table, got some weird looks with we, some people leaving. Them. Yeah, we think we might have. Yeah, maybe a little little man syndrome going on with that guy. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe we're out waiting outside the. The parking lot, you have audio kid. Well, they had a buck pull out there first, okay, right? Yeah, we pulled out there's a point hanging. That's cool. Correct, and and it's really kind of weird because <laughs> you see how you. See, oh, you guys probably listening to Keith Urban. Sorry yeah, about that. Okay, <laughs> no, but it's not a traditional buck pull where they leave him hanging up here anymore. It's kind of like they do like a buck in your truck and a truck bed, and they weigh him and they mark him, and people take him home with them. So yeah, it's not like a super long buck pull. It's like yeah, you weigh just, it, you get your name on a list, and right. And they had probably what fifteen deer on their little list there, and the mm-hmm. biggest was a couple ten points and mm-hmm. eights, eights and sevens. But, but then after that, then things got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we were, uh, I was facing the restaurant, and this guy comes walking up behind us. He beelined it at the group too. Did he? <clears throat> oh, because I was looking he at was, the restaurant. He he had no intentions of going to the front door of the restaurant. He saw our group and said, "I'm walking to these guys." I thought maybe you guys knew him the way he came walking up. Yeah, you think we do now? We do now. Yeah. 
and uh, we don't, we still never got his name, but he had a, a flannel on, some jeans, boots. Yeah. Nope. He had his tennis shoes on. Oh, tennis shoes. He made it very clear. He had, glad he had his tennis shoes on because his buddies made him walk ten miles. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. Just play. Yeah. So I found a clip. He. He. Yeah. We. We have a clip. Um. He was gracious enough to let us take a photo of him and a squirrel. And that's one year and heck out. So. Dude's gonna haunt me the rest of my life. This guy was a, a trip. And he had what? Long hair. Long hair. He had uh, a bandana. A band, a guy. Happy bandana. bandana. Yeah. But he was awesome. He found out he lives like 20 minutes from us back home. Yep. Right. Yep. And he's we hung out there for like an hour out there. He's also been shooting squirrels with a, with a what? 30 30, right? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. So, yeah. So he's, I think I was over by the truck with you. Yep. Having a parking lot latte. And he said something about... Uh, well, they were going to run back to their truck. He was going to grab... They, we were going to get a beer, too. And then he said something about I shot a squirrel by 30-30. And next thing you know, he's walk, I was over by you. He walks up holding this big squirrel. PBR in one hand. He's claimed a two-pounder. be a two-pounder. That's a big squirrel. And then I looked next, and he's got it sitting on his shoulder like a parrot would sit on your shoulder. <laughs> Yeah. Tail flapping in the breeze. Out of that. <laughs> out of that. Yeah, the tail was waving in the thirty mile an hour wind. The wind is blowing the tail up off his. Oh my god, it was it was hilarious. And I'm yeah, he's just a good dude. He's got his buddies there. We talked to them and hung out. And then uh, it was a long way. It's fine. We got a table, and then they got a seat at the bar, I think. And uh, well, dude, just kind of guy he is. Another couple came in. There was one seat there. He gives up his seat to this couple, and he went and stood the whole time. So yeah, good um, dude, good dude he's, for he's sure. Fun. We should have got his name. Squirrel man. Squirrel yeah, man. Only squirrel man until we find a different name. He lives in Hell, Michigan. He says, I live in yeah. Hell, Michigan. Yeah. We're going to go find yeah. him. Yeah. Nick and I, we camped there. We've been to that saloon, that campground, the motorcycle campground and everything. So he's always got a fire burning in his front yard. He's talking about putting spit. deer on the spit. Right, rotisserie. Fire yeah. roast whole deer. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he's like a shove. <laughs> Little button buck. Well, he had a button the mouth. Yeah. other words. He had his 93 shove, and he's going down the road, and he hit two deer. And... He got the button buck, and he felt bad about the button buck, and the doe was kind of crawling away, he said, but I couldn't catch up with her. She, you know, got out of Dodge, and so he brought it home and get my mother to build a fire in the front yard and get her all going, you know. It was probably tender. Don't want to it's probably really that. good. I thought you'd have to have, like, more fat on something yeah, to do it over a fire like that. But, Andy, you said you've done deer on a spit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keep them rotating, and they just kind of base themselves. Do you, like, put chicken wire around them or something to hold it all together? Or yeah, like, we had, like, a clamp mash, a mesh clamp thing. That okay. Like one of those fish? They wire with the kale. royal fish. Custom made, homemade thing. Two pieces of steel with, you know, grates in it. And then it was, you know, okay. screwed together to hold it mm-hmm. tight. It's like yeah. redneck yeah. ingenuity type yes. device, redneck right? redneck ingenuity. Perfect stuff, <clears throat> man. I kept thinking of the pig roasters. Like, yeah, can, yeah that's what it was, you, was the pig roasters. Can you pack them full of brats or chicken thighs? and? Oh, inside the deer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Deer. Uh, there's a pineapple. Whatever you call it. Apples, yeah. Hey, we could do that tonight later on. And you just, I think he was saying you put you put a stick of butter on it and let the butter melt over it to keep it if it dries off. Yes. Sounds like we got to try that, boys. Mm-hmm. Worth trying. There's three sure. deer out there. Yes, but mm-hmm. 
Now we can make one. Okay. Got two by four. Got two by four. Couple ski poles. We got a fire starter yeah. log. We do. All right. We're good. Are we allowed to use that? No. <laughs> we'll wait till Greg goes. To I bed. can't wait to make a smokeless fire tonight. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. You're not allowed to start the fire unless you've been on this earth for more than 30 years. So. Come on, you guys. I, you know, I'm the old guy here, right? So, oh, let, let's build a fire. Okay. So, but we won't, we it, won't name. dish it out as much as we dish it out. Oh, too, heck so. yeah. You know, we since, won't name since we're on the topic of the elder at camp, can, can I be the guy who brings the elder the gift next year since we got this on recording? We'll get this uh, locked in. For yeah, he doesn't need nine gifts. I mean, okay. No, no. We, one person a year, bring him Or, or maybe a couple guys I could uh, go in together to get the... We to, have an elder tree. You think, you think nine gifts? And it's like Christmas and we all sit <laughs> yeah. around and watch Grant we'll a whole ceremony or something. You guys, I'm going to bring a shower chair. Just <laughs> you guys are cruising. I'm telling you. Would you be okay with that? Lufana stick. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Pat, so Pat was saying, talk about the elder thing. I was why <laughs> it's his idea. That's why. Yeah, I th- I thought it was a good idea that everybody it doesn't it doesn't have to be anything high value. There's no dollar amount, but everybody should bring a gift. We well, probably spent twenty camp. bucks on what you brought me this year, right? Probably more that, that than that. Or twenty bucks, yeah. He's saying it's the new five dollars. You're worth it. He's saying it's out of respect. Yeah, I know. To the guys who got us into this whole yeah. thing, which is you. Yeah. You're the reason I'm sitting here and we're doing a podcast. Well, Pat kind of brings me gifts all the time, so he's. We got a thing going on here, so, you know. Yeah, you guys are cute together. Well, I got 362 days to go around Facebook Marketplace to find the, yeah, right. the best Greg gift possible. Yeah, what's the, the regifting gifting uh, main Yeah, this made me think of you. It, if it doesn't have a motor on it, it's probably not good enough for you. Well... It was a good. It was a good idea. I think the respect part part of it's very good, and I think and it's that a good tradition uh, to start. Good tradition to start is that at some point you're going to be the elder at camp, oh, and then you'll God. be getting gifts. Yeah. That sounds and terrible. it's safe in case you unless <laughs> sleepwalk your butt out of here in the middle of the night and you end up roaming around well, the woods. You got a little blaze orange. That's on, why so. we got the railing out there, you know, outside. <laughs> but no, the fire thing. I mean, you could you oh, could, boy, you could bring like the sixteen inch <laughs> sixteen the inch matches, you know. Oh yeah. To have over here. Yeah, the long matches. Well, we're going to build a fire. So what happens? This year, so we yeah. still have no mirrors on the We wall. got a lot going on this year. We had and Pat uh, even we're in bed early on the 14th, yeah. early ish, oh, and early ish on the 15th. We had a hot breakfast opening morning. We did, pocket, we, pocket we were burritos. in the woods like an hour before dark. Everybody was out the door at 6 15, was the latest yeah. oh, yeah. before, uh, before light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hour before yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah, before dark. <laughs> no, that was unusual. That was kind of nice to have some structure actually. Um, we got like the meal plan together a little bit and yeah. made people responsible for certain things. Had meals scheduled every day. Yeah. The buck pole will be better fit next year. It's all right. Yeah. Getting it's it figured out. Yeah. What were you saying about the fire? What's wrong with the fire? No, they were gonna build a fire. Okay, so I come up here. I can't I can't sit still, so I brought another splitting mall up and split all the stuff that he had cut and loaded my like half a truck and drove it up here and I Which split I do appreciate. I stacked it all up, and it was kind of warm, so we, we didn't try to build a fire till later, like maybe 9 or 10 o'clock. So, hey, you guys want a fire? Yeah, you know, so one of them grabs the plastic bag-wrapped, foil-wrapped, <laughs> flame-glow, it was a, oh, pressed, yeah, that. pressed sawdust <laughs> and olefin, whatever's in there. Maybe made in China. Thing, and was going to light the bag and start the fire. Go, no, 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 you don't do that. Just wait a minute, okay? Very Come on, cancerous. you guys. We don't need that. So I run downstairs, and I'm getting a little bit of kindling down there because I made a little bit of kindling when I cut wood. 
And I get up here and another one of the guys sitting at this table had the bright idea of let's just burn some of these empty beer cartons because we had a few of those laying around. And I go, no, no, it's, we're not going to do that. Come on, come on, learn how to build a fire. So I just got I just got in there and flipped my bick and... <laughs> Why don't you do that on your own? It is a bick. It's a bick. It's a yellow bick lighter. That's what you mean. That's my bick. Flick my bick. See? Listen. Anyway. I like how you used that next to the uh, deer hook prints you took for size reference, too. Yeah, no, that's good. See, everybody knows how big a bick is, right? Two and a half inches? No, it's not. It's probably two and a quarter. Well, it's probably two and a half. It's probably three. That's all three. Anyway, um, (laughs) the fire was a roaring success. Took right off. After we... Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Asterix, asterix. No. I can't help it if... You'd think Squirrel Man was in here smoking a left-handed cigarette. Well. Yeah, it was a smoke fest. Okay, did the fire start and burn? I thought we were getting the ribs ready. Throw them over I by just, the fire pit and just smoke them. Did you want to smell cardboard burning or plastic log burning for any smoke that was in here? Did you want wood? So, so we did the wood. The debate ensued. <laughs> Yeah. For a while. Then we talk about engineering new fireplaces and stacks. We're, and we're, we're opening that windows. Down. And we're ripping that down. Is your chimney actually? Yeah, cabin's going down. We had nine experts in here for sure. Is your chimney tall Reverse enough? Reverse engineering, whatever yeah. we had going on. Is yeah. the flue open? Which way is these, the wind going? All these, all these questions. I risked my life checking if that flue was open for you. you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> get up in there a little further. Get the black line pop. But it burned. Yeah, it burned. Yeah, once it got going, it was like, yeah, it, it got going. The yeah, argument, once it got going. the thought or the, the the conversation point is how do you start a fire? If our listeners say we use MP30 rack boxes, gasoline. starter logs, gasoline, or straight kindling, Candle. I'd be curious. I don't know. What? Well, if you chisel something down to the size of toothpicks. I don't know who bought that starter log. It definitely wasn't me. And there's not nine more in the closet that came in the. They definitely weren't on sale at Ace Hardware. There there are certain people that come up here that are not in our group that you want to help along so that they can build a fire, right? And I'll show you tonight. They're smokeless. Somebody might start the fire before we get back from the woods. It's a miracle. It's going right. He's going to hunt from the deck. Just to make sure the fire is. I might hunt from the deck or the hot tub. But tomorrow we have. What's the plan for tomorrow? Well, we're going hunting soon. Once the logger's done, we can talk about the logging. It's 2.30 now. Yeah, once the logger's gone, gone um, I'm going to be sitting in a tree because that worked out last night and this morning before he got there. Yeah. Brought that down just so we need to measure some bucks tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, where's your uh, lighter? Uh, lighter? Three inches for sure. No. Yes. It's 44 <laughs> millimeters. Fuck, you're right. That's three inches. Three and a quarter if you count the little thing up there. Oh, shit. Guys, I know what three and a quarter looks like, right? <laughs> so, anyway, tomorrow we got big plans. Michigan game, ribs, deer hunt. Track. Get up in the morning. Russell's going to shoot a buck tonight so he can tend the smoker all day while we... Yep. yep. From the hot tub. From the yeah. hot tub. Perfect. Great spot to hunt from. Or tend the hot... Or tend the smoker. Perfect. Perfect. Or Grandpa goes. I'm going to do a cheers. Wrap this up. Oh, good luck tonight, boys. Good luck. Yeah. Everybody, good luck. Except Pat. Yeah, Pat. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks, Jared. Good luck, team. Brother. Thank you very much for listening to the Habitat Podcast. Guys, we will be back with another great episode next week. I just want to say once again how grateful we are for the listenership we have and the, the loyal listeners you guys have been and supporters of the podcast. For those of you who want to support further, we have 
free decals being sent out to those who leave us great reviews. Scroll down, hit the link to leave a great review, and then email me info at habitatpodcast.com. I'll get you a free five-inch decal in the mail right away. Guys, I want to thank our sponsors. Vitalized Seed Company at vitalizedseed.com. Exodus Outdoor Gear. Packer Max Cultipackers. Morse Nursery. Acres.com. Downburst Cedars. First Light. United Country Midwest Lifestyle Properties. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in once again. Get back with us soon. We're going to have another great episode for you as we become better habitat managers.